2: And now, Mystery Theater.
1: Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. As the poet says, let us fill the cup... What are you having? How about equal parts suspense and mystery with just a dash of terror and chill to taste? So... They say that a lie is only the truth in Masquerade. But does the opposite also hold? Can we say that the truth is a lie in Masquerade? What is Masquerade? Well, for that matter, what is reality? Who are we? Who do we really see when we look in the mirror? The image that gazes steadily back at us, that anticipates our every move, our every breath. Who is it?
3: Or what is it?
0: Darling. Hello, dear.
3: Dinner ready? No. Oh, you plan for us to dine out?
0: No, Gerald.
3: Well, why isn't dinner ready then?
0: I haven't had a chance to prepare it. I was busy.
3: Doing what, Cecily?
0: Oh, learning how to load.
3: What what are you doing with that pistol?
0: Learning how to aim. Cecily, don't point that at me. And learning how to fire. Uh, uh, Why, Cecily? (laughs) Why?
1: drama The Many Names of Death was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Alexander Scorby. You know how it is with some people. They go along for years in a groove, a routine, or a rut. Characterize it any way you like. Ten, twenty years, the same job, the same apartment, same wife. It might just occur to a man to ask himself, is this all I have to look forward to? There are those men who ask this question and keep asking it. But these are the men who rarely do anything about it. It's the men who don't ask, who seemingly plod along contentedly and quietly. Oh, yes, look out. Look out for Gerald Furlong, who fills all the specifications we have just stated.
4: Mr. Furlong.
1: Yes?
4: Good morning. My name is Helene LaRue. Yes? I'm your new secretary. Oh. Mr. Spruance, you know him, the personnel manager? Yes. Well, when I heard that old lady McKay... Oh, I beg your pardon. Miss McKay was leaving, I asked for the job. And he said I could have it unless you had someone else in mind.
3: Well, I... uh...
4: Actually, I'm the best typist in the
3: pool. Are you? Oh,
4: yes. You can check it. Everybody always asks
3: for me. Yes, but I don't, uh... Of course you
4: don't know. How could you? Unless we try it. What have you got to lose? Well... Then it's settled. Now, all you have to do is sign this memo. What memo? The memo to Mr. Spruance, which says you authorize my appointment as your secretary.
3: Yes, but I, uh...
4: Now, I don't want you to think I'm pushing you or taking too much on myself. But a good secretary handles all the details, ties up all the loose ends, keeps the desk clear. And as soon as you sign that, I can call Mr. Spruance's secretary. Ah, that's it. Yes, sir. Oh, Mr. Furlong. You do have a bold, strong handwriting. Unusual, sir. But that's to be expected. Expected? Oh, yes. You see, your name is Gerald. Yes. And do you know what the name Gerald means? No. Well, it's an old German name. It means strong leader of an army. Hello? Hello, this is Elaine LaRue. Tell Mr. Spruance that Mr. Furlong wants me to be his secretary. The memo's on its way. Thank you. Well...
3: Oh. Strong leader of an army.
4: Don't you feel like one?
3: I'm afraid I don't live up to my name. Oh, you just think you don't. My dear young lady, I know I don't.
4: Don't call me that. Your dear young lady.
3: Why, does it offend you?
4: Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. When you call me your dear young lady, you're putting yourself down.
3: I'm afraid I don't understand.
4: Well, you make yourself sound like an old man. Oh. Uh, and you're not. You see, I worked in personnel. I had to check everyone's records.
3: Now, Miss LaRue, those records are highly confidential and they're ah. com-
4: you're only forty-five. It's true that you look 55. No. Now,
3: now Miss LaRue one thing I frown upon in this office is the discussion of personal matters. Of course, of course. If you went about things differently,
4: uh, you would look 35.
3: Miss LaRue, I have some letters to dictate. Yes, sir. This is to, uh, to Mr. Oliver Stevens at Carpenter and Stevens. Uh, you'll find the address in the files. Dear sir, pursuant to, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, read that back, huh? All you
4: said
3: was, uh, dear sir, pursuant to... Oh, yes, yes, sir. Uh, pursuant to our agreement, I must inquire of you, uh... Miss LaRue. Yes? You know, you've gotten off here on the wrong foot. But, Mr. Fuller... I dislike flattery. I intensely dislike it. I despise it. But... Uh, please do not interrupt me. I am not a fool.
4: Oh, I never said you were.
3: Your flattery is doubly obnoxious because it's it's so, so...
4: So what, Mr. Furlong? Because
3: it's so extravagant, so obvious.
4: Oh, but I wasn't... uh, I
3: might tolerate flattery that's, that's clever. But you, my dear young lady, are ludicrous.
4: There you go again calling me your dear young lady.
3: I'll call you anything I like. I'm your employer. Well,
4: why am I ludicrous?
3: How can you tell me that I could look like a man of 35?
4: Because it's
3: true. Do you know what 35 is?
4: I know what it looks like.
3: 35? That, that That's another world. Another another generation. I
4: know.
3: To Tell me that I could look 35 again is... is well, it's an insult to my intelligence.
4: I could make you look 35. What did you say? Well, you'd have to dress differently, wear colors, let your
3: hair grow well, long. Miss LaRue, this conversation has become far too Leroux. personal. We
4: can end it any time you say. Uh.
3: Now, pursuant to our agreement, I must inquire of you if you feel obligated to provide financing for...
4: Yes, Mr. Furlong.
3: At the risk of sounding foolish, why did you say I could look 35?
4: I learned something about you, Mr. Furlong.
3: How could you learn anything about me in so short a time?
4: Well, I learned that you're a man who fights against his name.
3: I haven't the faintest idea of what that means.
4: Your name, Gerald, strong leader of men. Oh. Oh, why do you fight it? Why do you deny it? It's what you were meant to be.
3: Really? It's true. Who says so? I do. And how would you know?
4: Because I believe in nominology. Oh, it's the science of names. I believe that our names tell us what we are.
3: I think that's ridiculous. Do you?
4: Well, I think birth itself is a mysterious happening and that parents unconsciously have an insight into what their child could be, and they name him accordingly. They might not even be aware of it.
3: Gerald, well, I'm certainly not a strong leader of men. But you could be. You have it in you. It's ridiculous.
4: Oh, you said that before. I'll say it again. Why is it any more ridiculous than any other belief? Why is it any more ridiculous than, say... Astrology.
3: Tell me uh, what does Helene mean? Light. Hmm?
4: A torch from the Greek. Light? Yes, light. Have I brought you any? How's the
0: fish, dear?
3: Oh, a bit bland. Bland. Mm-hmm.
0: That's odd. It's been prepared exactly as usual, and you never complain before.
3: Well, it just happens to lack taste.
0: But you have to watch your intake of salt. Why? Why? Well, it's just the prudent thing, isn't it? That's what you always say.
3: Yes, I suppose so.
0: Did they replace Miss McKay? Yes. I hope they gave you a mature woman. You can't stand those flighty young girls. What's your new one like?
3: Well, I really haven't noticed yet.
0: Oh? How is that possible?
3: Oh, look, Cecily, my dear, I have so much to do. I simply can't bother to note those things that have nothing to do with business.
0: You are overworked, dear. That's true. I'm aware that
3: I have a secretary, that I dictate letters to her, that she has a name in this case. Uh, what she looks like, well, I simply couldn't remember.
0: Poor dear.
3: Cecily, tell me something. How old do I look to you?
0: Why? Oh,
3: just curious.
0: I hadn't thought about it.
3: Well, you don't have to think about it. Just tell me.
0: Well, darling, you look your age. Do I? If anything, a bit older. Really? And that's been responsible for your success. A man who heads up a trust department who's responsible for other people's money can only inspire confidence if he looks mature and
3: And uh settled, huh?
0: Oh yes, dear, and you certainly do.
3: Is it possible that is it possible that anyone could ever take me for say thirty <laughs>
0: five? Thirty five? Oh, darling, I I don't see how why do you ask? Oh, no reason. Are you sure? No, no please, forget it. I simply can't imagine why you'd even ask such a strange question. Especially.
3: Especially what?
0: Especially since you're not in the habit of asking idle questions. Coffee?
3: No, no, darling. If you'll excuse me, I'll go to the library. I have some work.
0: Well, Gerald, this goes against everything you ever... Why you made it almost a religion not to bring work home from the office.
3: Yes, dear, I know. But every religion encounters a bit of heresy now and then.
0: Don't stay up too late.
3: No, oh, dear. I just have a few things to check out.
2: Hello.
3: Uh, Miss uh, Larue. Oh,
4: good evening, Mister Furlong. Good evening. I was waiting for your call.
3: But what do you mean you were waiting for my call? Well,
4: and I was right. You did call, didn't you?
3: Well, yes. However, my secretary has to expect to work all hours, and if you object, then perhaps you'd better resign.
4: Oh, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. You have such a
3: fascinating voice. Now, now see here, Miss Larue. this is a business call. Of
2: course
3: it is. Look, I had so many things to do today that I I can't recall if I sent a letter to Mr. Oliver Stevens.
2: Ah, Mr.
4: Oliver Stevens of Compton.
3: Aunt Stephen. That's right. Because if I forget to write one... Well,
4: you did, Mr. Furlong. You dictated it, and I typed it and mailed it.
3: Good. That is a relief. Uh, Otherwise, I'd have to call him this evening and explain that he shouldn't expect to... Nope. The letter
4: went out. Well,
3: that's... Well, that's what I I wanted to know.
4: Is there anything else?
3: No, I I can't think of anything. Oh,
4: then.
3: Good night, sir. Good night. Oh, just another minute. Could you tell me what. what what the name Cecily means? Cecily?
4: Mm hmm. Oh, yes, sir. That's, um, a Latin name. It means one who is in the dark or blind.
0: Mm. Gerald?
3: Yes, dear. Did I wake you? I'm sorry.
0: Working at night's the worst thing in the world for your nervous system.
3: Yes, dear, I'll just brush my teeth and get right to bed.
2: That's me, isn't it? No. That's me. I can't believe this. I'm... You're what? What? Drunk? You never drink. Mad? You're the safest man in the city. Seeing
3: things. Why? What's happening to me? That's it, Jerry. What is happening? I've gone
2: mad. You will be. Soon, Jerry. Unless you fire that girl. Which girl? Oh, looked at your face for the last 45 years. You have no secrets from me.
3: Why should I fire
2: her? You know why.
3: You don't know what you're talking about. If
2: you don't get rid of her, you're headed for ruin, disgrace, death.
3: How can you say that? It's true. morning. I'll fire her.
1: You look in the mirror and a perfect stranger starts to talk to you. He wears your face, but you know he isn't you. He knows every thought in your head and every emotion in your heart, but you know he isn't you. Who is he? We shall acquire some new insights when I return shortly with Act Two. There's a face that looks back at our own each time we gaze into a mirror. But is it always the same face? The quick answer, the automatic answer is yes, certainly, of course. This teaches that we should never answer anything without pausing for thought. We might get the same surprise that happened to Gerald Furlong. It was the same face,
3: but it wasn't his.
4: Good morning, Mr. Furlong.
3: Good morning, Mr. Drew. Come into my office, please. Yes, sir. Now, Miss LaRue, I have something to tell you.
4: Oh, I know. You want to fire me.
3: Well, I've been thinking. A, a man and his secretary, they, they spend considerable time together, and therefore they should have similar temperaments.
4: Mm, and you're too busy thinking to have fun.
3: Obviously, we don't have a similar temperament, Miss LaRue.
4: Very well. I'll go back to the pool, and you can get yourself another dried-up old maid to match the one you've got at home.
3: Now, see here.
4: Yes, what is it you want me to see?
3: How how did you know... How did you know I was going to fire you?
4: Well, you keep fighting your name. You're not a Gerald. What are you fighting? You know, you never had a good time in your life.
3: Why should you care?
4: Because I'm in love with you.
3: That's impossible. We don't know each other. We we have nothing in common.
4: Oh, that's all nonsense. You fall in love because you hear a certain tone in somebody's voice. You see a certain light in someone's eye.
3: But how can such a love be lasting? Oh, who says
4: love has to last? You know, love comes and goes. Love is. And then one day, it just isn't. And it's gone. And nobody knows why, and it doesn't matter, because sooner or later it will come again with someone else.
3: You're a strange girl. Oh, we're all strange. We, look, look, we we can't talk here. I, I'll take you, take you out to lunch. No,
4: no, 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 no no lunch. Why not? Because you must lose weight. I'll take you shopping. I like that jacket. And with the aqua shirt.
3: Oh, but I only wear white shirts.
4: Oh, that's all in the past, darling. Now look at yourself. In no, the mirror.
3: No, no. No? Absolutely not.
4: But how can you tell but if... I just don't want to. I insist now. Come on. Look in the mirror. Have you ever seen anything so... Well, it's... Uh... It's a work of art.
3: Gerald. No. Gerald. This face, this face you see, it it isn't my face anymore.
4: Gerald, don't. Don't kill me. I'm not killing you. What are you saying, darling? Darling?
2: Already? Uh, Darling, I... You can't do away with me, Gerald. We've been together too long. We've built up our whole world together. You just can't get rid of me and get another image. Well...
4: What do you think, darling?
2: Fire her, you fool. Get rid of her. Walk out of here before it's too late. Save yourself. I
4: think... What's there to think about? He'll take it. And now, for some sportswear. Good
0: morning, darling. Bacon is ready. Will you have two eggs? We have cereal. Uh, Just
3: uh, a cup of coffee.
0: But you must have breakfast.
3: No, no, I'm fine. Just coffee.
0: Darling, where did you get that suit?
3: Oh, uh, I did some shopping last week. You like it?
0: Well, it it looks a bit... uh, Yes? Young for you. Young? And that shirt and the tie... Those colors are quite violent. Violent? It's hardly the image for a trust officer. And besides, dear, middle-aged men who strive for a juvenile look only succeed in making themselves appear ludicrous. Which
3: is how I appear to you.
0: No, no, I didn't mean that. I only...
3: Oh, look, look, we shouldn't quarrel, especially today. I I have to go to Chicago.
0: Oh?
3: Uh, Just for a few days. We have to investigate a financial... But
0: you'll never travel, dear.
3: I can't refuse this client. No, I suppose not. I'll cut the trip as short as I possibly can. Yes, dear. Like it. I must say, it's convenient to the office. Well, the rent was higher than you said you could go. But... It's all right. Come here. Mm. Oh.
4: I must say, you learn fast.
3: <laughs> I didn't have to learn. I always knew it. It was just out of practice, that's all.
4: Let me show you what I bought me this afternoon.
3: Look, I hope your account isn't overdrawn oh, again. it
4: was a steal? My first mink cake.
3: Oh. Was it necessary? No,
4: that's not my Gerald. The king of the army. It's the old trust officer speaking.
3: Oh, I just asked.
4: Don't you want me to keep warm? Of course. That's better.
3: What would you like to do tonight? Oh,
4: what are we supposed to be doing?
3: I'm supposed to be taking a client to a long and involved business dinner.
4: Oh. Well, then let's go to the high hat club. Mm Hmm?
3: I think I heard of that place. What would you hear? I don't think it's the kind of establishment I should be seen at.
4: Then what are we waiting for?
3: My turn again. I'll bet. Marty! Hi.
4: Hi. Gerald, this is Marty Trainer. He owns the place. Gerald
3: Furlong. How do you do? Wow, Furlong, huh? That's a good name for a horse player.
4: Oh, he doesn't have to play with the horses, Marty. He's too skillful with the time.
3: I'm afraid it's beginner's luck. <laughs> when you're hot, you're hot. You're on a streak, <laughs> ride it. I will. Bet it all. Hey! hey.
2: You won, you won. <laughs> darling. You won. Let, you won.
3: Let it ride.
4: Darling, it's getting late. Yes, I know. You should be getting
3: home. Oh, I wish I didn't have to go.
4: So
3: do I. You know the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. I should divorce Cecily and we ought to get married.
4: Why should we get married?
3: Because we're in love. (laughs) Oh, weren't you in
4: love with Cecily once?
3: Well... Yes.
4: Ah, and That's why you married her, but it didn't help. It didn't keep your love alive.
3: You and I, w- we'll be different.
4: No, we won't. We may love each other till the day we die, and we may fall out of love tomorrow morning.
3: But I want us to keep our love.
4: Oh, love can't be a guaranteed investment.
3: Isn't the here and now? I'd better take a
2: pill or see a doctor. Why? I'm the one who's sick. You're killing me. No, no, don't turn your face away. Look in the mirror. Look at me.
3: I'm looking. Don't you see how I've changed? You, I, I look. We've never looked so good.
2: Soon, you'll have a new image. And what becomes of me? I'll be dead.
3: Frankly, I couldn't care less. But
2: I'm the only image you're comfortable with. I'm the only image you can live with.
3: I used to think so. I'm learning different. You're a fool. Get rid of her. Oh, no.
2: She'll get tired of you. sooner or later. And then what would you have?
3: Elaine's what I've always wanted. I never had the nerve to let myself believe it.
2: You can't afford her.
3: Who says so? The apartment.
2: The clothes. The gifts. The jewels.
3: And now the gambling. Who knows more about gambling than I do? Haven't I gambled with investments all my life? (sighs) Ah. It's not the same thing. Except this time I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying life. It can
2: turn all at once. It can sweep you away swiftly, suddenly, like a tidal wave. Gerald, get rid of her. You'll never know what hit you. No. She... She'll kill both of us. I don't care. I don't care.
0: Gerald. Wh- uh, what do you want? I thought I heard you talking to someone. You what? I heard you talking to someone. Oh, come
3: on. That, that's ridiculous.
0: I thought so, too, at first. But lately it seems... Well, you seem to be having angry conversations.
3: Indeed. About what?
0: I don't know, but I'm sure I hear voices.
3: You sure you're all right, dear? Is something wrong? No. That uh, no sounds like yes.
0: Oh, I suppose I'm a little bit lonesome these days. I see so little of you.
3: Darling, things are becoming impossible at the office. You know, the way the market is
0: behaving. I know, I know. There are terrible pressures on you. Why don't you quit? Quit? Yes, dear, quit. Find something else.
3: It isn't easy to get a new job at 45.
0: But you don't look 45. You look at least 10 years younger.
3: Well, how would we make out while I was looking around?
0: Well, you've been very judicious with our money. We should have quite a bit put by.
3: Cecily... We don't have. In the present market, our holdings have... Well, they haven't done well. They've lost. They've lost considerable value. Oh. It's my fault. I, I'm sorry.
0: Well, there's my inheritance. Oh, no, no. No, no we couldn't... It's $50,000. No,
3: no, no, no. We, we must never touch
0: It that. could help ease us along.
3: Cecily. Oh, Cecily. You, you're too good to me.
0: Don't say that. I love you. Let's start life all over. Is it something to think about?
3: Yes, it, it is something to think about. Where are we going? The usual place. Uh. What does that mean?
4: Oh, you just said the usual place, which means our lives are becoming predictable. Well,
3: don't you enjoy it there?
4: Tonight, I'd like to go dancing.
3: Hey, if dancing, Marty hires the best band in town.
4: How would you know? You never dance to it. Well, if
3: you want to dance tonight, that's what we'll do.
4: Let's go somewhere else. Why? Because if we go to Marty's, you'll get involved in a card game.
3: No, I won't. I, I promise you.
4: Oh, you make that promise every night, and you break that promise every night.
3: Well, tonight'll be different. You'll see. Gerald... I want to go home. Darling, we, we, we can't go just yet.
4: I see no reason why we can't do anything we please any time we want to do it.
3: I've lost too much money.
4: Oh, what? It's only money. I can't quit now. Oh, this place is becoming a bore.
3: I can't afford to.
4: And you're becoming a bore, too.
3: Don't say that. Uh, but I love you. Do you understand? Well,
4: I love you, too.
3: Just another half hour. Uh, Mr. Furlong. Yes, Marty. Billy, you can?
4: No, Gerald, no. Don't play with him, please.
3: You can't beat him. What are you talking about? The cards are going to come my way. I can feel it. You can't beat him. His name is Martin. What? After Mars, the god of war. He's a child
4: of Mars. Gerald, let's leave now.
3: Sure, sure. Look, all I need is just one good pot. Gerald,
4: don't play with him.
3: All right, you go get your coat and meet me here. Oh, Mr. Furlong, just you and I left, huh? So, no fight for the pot. I believe you were the opener. 500. Oh, a very good bet. I think I'll raise. Make it a thousand. And a thousand better. A man with confidence. However, another thousand. A thousand to you again, Marty. Well, I must respect that. I call. You should. I have a full house. An excellent hand. Good enough to win most of the time, but not good enough this time. What are you... I have four little deuces. Oh. So, let's see. In the pot, where your overall bets are $5,500 and added to your previous indebtedness, we have a, <clears throat> a total of 35000 What? That's impossible. I have your markers here, Mr. Furlong. Care to check the arithmetic? Well, no, I, look. I, I don't carry thirty-five thousand dollars around with me in cash. Who does? We can wait till tomorrow.
4: Gerald, are we ready to go? Gerald.
3: Yes. Yes, Elaine. We're ready to go.
1: He says he's ready to go, but the question is where. Where do you go when you've just lost $35,000 that you don't have? Where do you go? And what do you do? Well, this could be as good a time as any for Gerald to find out if he can live up to his name, strong leader of men. We'll know everything when I return shortly with Act Three. not the first time, it won't be the last time, a man will seek to change his image. But is an image like a shoe, a coat, a tie, something a man may take off and cast aside? Can an image refuse to be changed? Can it fight back? It's very late at night, after a disastrous evening, and Gerald Furlong is once again confronting an image in the mirror. The image he seeks to change. And until recently, it was such a quiet, unobtrusive, submissive
3: image.
2: Now will you leave Helene?
3: No. She's ruined you. I can't blame her. Tell Cecily. Confess. Why?
2: Where else could you get the money? The money? The $35,000 you gambled away. I'll... I'll you what? I'll... You counted on Cecily's money. You knew it was there. That's why you gambled. That's oh, a lie. Ah, you're talking to me, I can raise it. Where? How?
3: She. She loves me. She'll let me have it.
2: That's what I've been telling you. Confess to Cecily. Confess everything. Not Cecily.
3: Helene. Elaine, <laughs> Elaine I, I'm... I'm in over my head. Please help me.
4: And of course.
3: I knew you would. <laughs> That's what love is. Now... Your necklace, your bracelet, and the furs. Uh, or you want
4: me to sell them?
3: We can raise quite a bit of money. Mm-hmm. Maybe not all of it, but enough to, to give me breathing room. I
4: see.
3: I'll, I'll make it up to you later.
4: Darling, I won't do it.
3: But you... We're... We're in love. Yes? You said you'd help me.
4: Help you in the right way. The way you should be helped. What do you mean? The way a man named Gerald should be held.
3: I don't understand. Gerald,
4: strong leader of the army. Are you going to bow down before the demands of a cheap
3: gambler? I, I lost the money. Well, how do you know you lost it, honestly?
4: How do you know the cards weren't fixed? I don't. Well, stand up to him. Refuse to pay him.
3: What? But, but he'll...
4: He'll what? Gambling's against the law here. His club is illegal. He has no claims on you. He can't go to court about it.
3: Yes, but still...
4: Still! It... Are you going to hold still? Be Gerald. This is how I love you. This is how I help you.
3: Yes. Yes, he has no legal claim. You're, you're right. Right, Mr. Furlong. Absolutely right. I have no legal recourse. Then I shall say good day to you, sir. But I have other alternatives. Yes, I can imagine. (laughs) Can you? I can imagine that you'll try to frighten me with your uh, underworld connections. (laughs) Underworld connections? You've seen too many movies. You think you can scare me with strong arm tactics? I'm not afraid of you. Why should you be? Or anyone else? I've been in a war. I know how to use a weapon. I have one in my house. I can defend myself, and I will. Now, you are a trust officer for an important brokerage house, Oh, huh? I see. Blackmail. <laughs> I'm not afraid. I'll deny I was ever in here. <laughs> you can't. You see, we have proof. <laughs> what do you mean by proof? Well, now, when I press this button, that white screen comes down from the ceiling. And another button. And we have a projector. And now we have a motion picture, and look who the hero is. Oh, why, it's you. I don't believe it. Oh, Mr. Furlong, isn't it true? One picture is worth a thousand words. How well you, you photograph. I mean, there you are, betting, raking in the money. Oh, you are a gambler, sir. That's obvious. How you relish what you're doing, huh? Well. Have you seen enough? What will you do with it? Show it to my... my my management people? Oh, yes. Well, it won't do you any good. They'll fire me. That won't get you your money. Oh, yes, it will. What do you mean? They're not responsible for Now, listen, we exhibit this little documentary. We tell your management, unless they make good on your debt, we will show the picture to their clients. We will say to them, Here, here is how a man
2: who handles your money amuses himself in his spare time. Is he doing this... With your money? I think your management will pay us off, don't you? Would you?
3: Violence? Who needs violence when this kind of persuasion is so much more, uh, persuasive? I need time. Of course. Take a few days. Take a week. Even more. And think about it. I'm sure something will occur to you. Elaine. What the, the place? It's empty. What happened? She's gone. She's disappeared and she took everything. What's this, paper? Darling. Love comes, love goes. And for us it's over. Think about me as I shall think about you. And remember always remember your name is Gerald, strong leader of a host gone. She's gone.
2: Of course she's gone. What did you expect? Where are you? Where do you think I am? Look in the mirror. The mirror? A small mirror with a pearl encrusted border. She was going to take it along with everything else, but she forgot. Well, what are you going to do now?
3: No. Now I'm, I'm going to... It's not too late. Get down on your knees to
2: Cecily. Pray to her to forgive
3: you. Never, no, not to her, not to Cecily. You can't
2: afford to have pride.
3: I'll get the money somehow.
2: Oh, no. Not that way. I know what you're thinking. Look, it's the
3: only way.
2: I won't let you. I won't let you kill her. I'll stop you.
3: It, it'll be a burglary. No. Yes, a burglar. And and, and he killed her. No. No, th- Gerald. Th- that's how it happened. I've got the gun at don't home. Don't do it,
2: and... Gerald. She'll be angry, but in the end, she'll forgive
3: you. They'll have an alibi. They'll never be able to prove Gerald, it. Gerald, don't.
2: Don't
3: kill her for her money. I have to. I won't let you. You
2: can't stop me. I can warn Cecily.
3: How could you? 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 You can't. I'll stop you. I'll kill you first. Cecily? Cecily, where are you?
0: Here. I'm here, darling, in the living room.
3: Oh. How are you?
0: As well as can be expected.
3: What does that mean?
0: Considering that my husband has... A. Deceived me with another woman. B. Squandered every dollar he has in the world. And C. Plans to murder me for my inheritance. I don't feel too badly. What
3: on earth are you... Is it true? Where where could you possibly get such a crazy idea?
0: You told me. I told you? Yes strangest thing happened. I was sitting at the mirror combing my hair and I looked in the mirror and it wasn't my face at all but yours.
3: That's that's impossible.
0: And you started to talk to me and you told me everything including the fact that you want to kill me.
3: No it it isn't true. how How could you see my face in the mirror?
0: But I did. And you spoke to me. It could have been a dream. Perhaps. But does
3: it matter? Darling, I... I love you. Why why would I...
0: I suppose I've been blind, but no more.
3: I wish I could convince you.
0: What are you looking for in that drawer?
3: I'm I'm not looking for anything.
0: That's not true. You were looking for this.
3: Cecily, don't. You... You couldn't shoot me?
0: No, I couldn't. I'm not like you.
3: Why are you pointing that pistol at
0: me? Get out. Get out. This is no longer your home. I'm no longer your wife. And I'm holding this gun because as long as I hold it, you won't be able to kill me.
3: Cecily, you're mad. It's all in your imagination.
0: Stay just where you are. We've been married 22 years. We, we, We love each other. Not another step, I warn you. Cecily,
3: you wouldn't shoot me. You couldn't. Stop. Give me that gun. No.
2: No, 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 it. no, no you want on. to kill me, help Shut up Help me, somebody, he wants to kill me I'll, I'll help you Keep out of this, you keep out don't of this Get back, back in the mirror where help. you belong No, I don't, I don't belong there anymore You help. have another help. image Get away Let her go, let her Gerald uh, Gerald, uh,
3: Gerald. He, he saved you, Cecily he saved you.
0: Gerald!
3: He's a better man than I am. Who? Look in the mirror.
0: Let me get a doctor.
3: Look in the mirror, in the mirror. Do you see him?
0: Him? I don't see him.
3: Then he's gone, too. He's gone.
4: Gerald?
2: Oh, Gerald!
1: they're both gone Gerald and the image I know we have the realists in the house and the psychologists who will tell us that they can reduce it all to a matter of the inner self split personality guilty conscience well, to each his own it could have been an image acting independently proof, absolute proof is missing for both sides. I'll return in a few minutes. A French philosopher once said, we leave a part of ourselves behind us each day. That's true. But where do we leave it? Sometimes a very close and introspective look in the mirror might help us arrive at the answer. Answers. So much in demand and so short in supply. However, we do have the full answer for your mystery, suspense, and excitement needs right here. Our cast included Alexander Scourby, Laurie March, William Redfield, and Marion Haley. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown,